Hey everyone, um, you are probably surprised to hear my voice this week, but it's been a time. And I know we've been saying that for a lot of episodes, but oh my goodness. Um, so just to let you guys know, for this episode, um, me and Rachel tried to record and we started recording and then, and I'll mention this in the episode, but uh, Rachel had some major technical difficulties. So, and since she was already having kind of like a bananas week, I was like, babe, it's fine. Please just let me handle this. So I did. However, my setup is not as great as Rachel's setup. She has a whole tent. I have an apartment with two very noisy cats, very high ceilings, and only one microphone that doesn't really pick up any background noise. So it was a time editing this, and I'm just going to have to ask you guys for grace because it's probably one of the worst episodes audio-wise. Um, it's still really funny. It's still really fun. You're going to have a great time. Um, I just kind of wanted to prepare you in advance and also apologize for it because I know that I'm not as good at Ra as Rachel at the editing and all of that, but I am learning. So thank you for your patience and the grace as I continue to learn how to edit properly. Um, but yeah, that's what I got. And I'm, I don't think that we have any new patrons this week, but thank you for the patrons who exist. Thank you to everyone on our discord. We're having so much fun on there. Head on over if you haven't already and just check it out. Um, make some new friends and, you know, talk about, uh, Inuyasha and post pictures of your cats and dogs. It's really good fun. And um, because I didn't say it at the end of the episode, thank you to Ayla Nariu for the use of her song, Oh Love, off the album Be Held. It is a bop. In fact, we love it so much. We use it every two weeks. Um, and for your romance novel wisdom of this week, just remember that it's never, ever, ever too late to become a horse girl. From the inside out so I can see myself from the inside. Uh, hello, and welcome to Textual Attention, a love-hate relationship with romance novels. I am your co-host, Margie. And I'm Janelle. Every other week, one of us reads and summarizes a romance novel for the other unsuspecting or coerced co-host. This week, that co-host is my best friend, Janelle. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> and together, we unpack what the fuck just happened and it's perfect timing because the sedatives have just worn off of janelle i'm still coming too i'm not sure what's going on <laughs> you don't know where you are you don't know what year it it's is it's really you dark <laughs> well that's the blindfold oh silly. of course of course i'm sorry the drugs haven't worn off <laughs> well and i'll untie your hands here in about 45 Am I minutes need so. my hands? maybe baby oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh my so listeners uh rachel has had a time recently and so last night i tried to record with her and then her hard drive it just died so if you'd like to support that please join the patreon <laughs> It's great. Lots of good content. Lots of good content, bloopers. Uh, we have a holiday episodes and all of that. And you will help Rachel get a new hard drive, which now she desperately needs, the poor soul. Apparently, Mercury is still a retrograde for her. And uh, yeah, so I literally, Janelle was coming over to my house tonight and I opened the door for her and I said, Hey, I have a surprise for you. I don't know how you're going to feel about it. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, God. What and have I you done? 
and I opened the door and I was like, surprise, you're recording. Sit down in the chair. She at least got me some whiskey first. So I did I'll get her some whiskey first. Yeah. Yeah. But this is all very coerced. And uh, if I have to tie her down, I will. And uh, guess what, Chanel? You're going to hear the, well, just, just open. Yeah. I want you to open the link. Tell me what you think. Um, let's see. It's loading. Oh, is this, is this one of the mafia ones you showed me the other day? <laughs> oh. One of your mafia boys. That's always just the dude on this one. It's just the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a USA Today bestselling author. So yes, she does. So tell us more. What's, what does the cover look like? Uh, so it's this man who looks like he's either in pain or like <laughs> praying. I don't know exactly. I hope your soul is changing. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like got his hands kind of held to his chest. And he's just got this kind of distressed eyes closed look on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he's longing for a woman to kidnap. I don't know. It could be something like that. Um, but he's pretty good looking. I'll give him that. There's only subtle kidnapping in this book. Oh, really? That's yeah. pretty good for Only mafia. subtle cut kidnapping. Yeah. So Cruel Saints, only subtle kidnapping. Well, and is there, is it kidnapping? We'll get into I, it. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find I, out. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You'll have to, you might have to be the judge on that. Yeah. You might have to be the tiebreaker. I don't know if I have the authority on that, but I'll do my best. I promise. And then there's just some like buildings behind him. It looks like some kind of like, you know, like older, almost European city or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. like stone buildings. Uh, The title is bigger than the author's name in a suit. Um, He's got like a fade and a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Typical hot guy. Typical hot guy. Pretty standard. Whatever I see you guys from the mafia, this is what they look like. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 A white shirt is the only thing he could have gone for a black shirt. Yeah. That's, that's the one true. Thing, like, yeah. Maybe. Especially if he's going to get blood on that shirt. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like white is so hard to get the stains out. Of club soda for blood. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Top <laughs> <tip>. <laughs> All right. Read the description. Okay. Let me get back to the description. Let's see. An arranged marriage mafia romance. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> You're doing great. (laughs) Alliances are made. Loyalty is owned. Love is taken. Little did I know my love and freedom would be taken to form a new alliance. Brutal, possessive, and dangerous. Lucian is feared by all, including myself. When his father is assassinated, Lucian takes his rightful place as head of the Catroni family. They rule the mafia with an iron fist, and he set his sights on my family. (laughs) Until now, we've been the only threat. But when a new one emerges, my father is forced to arrange a marriage between Lucian and myself. He might be handsome, but he's not the kind of man who loves. What? (laughs) (laughs) In order to love, you have to be handsome. Is that how that works? (laughs) I feel like people are generally capable of love. I suppose some people, like, maybe, like, sociopaths or something. Maybe not. Maybe. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, to continue, mm-hmm. he takes what he wants, and right now it's my body. It might belong to him in name, but the question remains will our union be consummated in blood or love? That's the question every time. If, she, they, if they have period sex, it's both. It's true. That is true. But he can't love, so oh. I guess it can't be love. It's going to be blood, right? This has dark and triggering content. I don't know if we can. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to tell you about that dark and triggering content. What? So we got like slight kidnapping definitely murder well yeah it's gun murder gun violence uh rape 
Oh, good. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. No. So happy about it. Uh, neglect and abuse. Um, I think that's it. I think. I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure I'm going to tell you all the way. Also, I didn't write any notes for this, so oh boy. this is going to go really well. Um, so I'm just going to, first I'm going to break down the world that these people live in, and then I'll break down our two main characters. So we live in the our world, except add Invincible Mafia. So you have the Mafia, 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 who are the Italian mob right like yeah. bring 1920s to the present basically yeah, okay. yeah. add a uh, imagine al capone with a with a smart phone yeah gotcha. yeah gotcha the bratva so that's the russian mafia yeah okay. and, <laughs> and then there are other like crime syndicates that are like sort of referenced and what are they like smugglers and yeah all those Drug dealing, drug dealing like, kind of people. You know. Human trafficking is that like a, a human? Thing? Actually, well, not in this one, but in another in another book in the series, there's human trafficking. Yeah, you do love. I mean, we we hate some human trafficking around here. We really do. Yeah, really not. We really into do. It. And it's that, yeah. but it's also kind of funny because it's like the human trafficking that we had at the beginning of this podcast that like doesn't really exist. It's right. like people going across the stage and like bartering on human beings, right. which is yeah. like I I I. I guess that has happened before. I'm good. I know what's happened in the yes. past. It's just not how human trafficking really works now. Anyway, um, but those are the triggers for this book. And um, a place that I want to mention is St. Monarchs, which in another book we had, it was like two weeks out of the year where you weren't allowed to kill anybody. Oh, okay. okay. Um, well, yeah. Um, so, but in this book, it's a place. So if at St. Monarchs, it's like a castle in, I think it's like either Sweden or Switzerland. It's like somewhere in Europe and it's where all of the mafia people go to hang out and quote unquote train to be in the mafia. So is it kind of like a like safe zone, like yes. truce area? Neutral, where, neutral like, area. You're not, you're not supposed to kill anybody there. However, people still do. It's just, it's just very much frowned upon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frowned yeah. upon by most societies. So we have state monarchs and that's kind of where a good portion of this book takes place. All right, so now we have our two characters, Elena Lucas, who she is a Lu- she's the daughter of Valentino Lucas, which what a fucking name. Yeah, quite the name. And she does not know who her mother is. She just knows that she's like she's uh so she's obviously a main character because she's missing a parent. Yeah, exactly. And she's been quote unquote raised by her father, which means like he pretty much just locked her in a room and hoped for the best her whole Ooh. childhood. I, I was hoping at least, like, here's, like, a maid to take care of you or something. No, no, oh. no. You know how that other book had that and then she died? Yeah. Yeah, no, there was none of that. Yeah, yeah. So, so she is was, where the neglect comes in? That's where the neglect comes in. And then the, here comes the abuse. So her, his, uh, her father's right-hand man is Dante, and I can't remember his last name. But um, Dante's pretty much what the name implies. He's an asshole. <laughs> And uh, he both physically and sexually abuses Elena from 17 onwards. And he is in his 40s. Oh. Yeah. This poor girl. So she's having a real time. Yeah. So at the very beginning of this book, this is when she's 17, she actually has made a friend. And it's um, his name is Alfonso. And uh, he handles the horses in the stable. 
because oh, of course. Of is she a horse girl? She's not a horse girl. That's the thing. She's not a horse girl. They just have horses on this property. And I'm like, you didn't even give her a horse girl personality. Come on. Such a waste. No, Dad, I'm going to save this horse. Not right now. I have. Maybe that's how she and her dad could bond, if they were going to save a horse together. <laughs> yeah, but then there's Dante. What do you do with Dante? The horse kills him. <laughs> that's why she loves the horse. She has to save the horse from the murder trial. <laughs> it all makes sense. The horse is her life partner. <laughs> Anyway, she goes out to the stables to be Alfonso, who is not a horse. And <laughs> well, and so Alfonso's pretty much her hookup buddy. Okay. Yeah, so she's like same age as her. They're like flirting, getting it on, yada yada yada. And they, they start having sex down in the stables. And then guess who walks in? Dante. Ugh. Yeah. Well, um, and he's like, hmm. All right, you whore. What? That's not how this and works. And then he has, oh God. Uh, and then I'm just going to say the way that she says it later in the book. He forces her to go down on him while ha- pointing a gun at Alfonso. Oh, great. And then when he's, when uh, Dante finishes, he just shoots Alfonso anyway. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beginning of this book. This is really, really dark. <laughs> this is a dark way to start things off. I mean, I guess yeah. her life can only get better, question You know, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll see. We'll feel this out. Uh, so it's four years into the future. She's now 21. And she's pretty much been living, like, captive in her own home for the past four years, which is Dante as her, quote-unquote, personal protection. Not, oh, and her dad knows that Dante is doing this Oh, shit. great. Yeah. Great. But at the beginning, so the next chapter in the book, Elena is on her way to St. Monarchs. And she's very surprised because she's like, I never thought my dad would hand the business off to me. I always thought that he was going to hand it off to Dante. But he's sending her to St. Monarchs to, quote unquote, like get trainings. And she doesn't want to do it at all. She's like, I have no interest in being in the mafia. But you know what? It's a few months away from Dante. Dante's not going? Dante's not going. She's going by herself. So she's like, this is an opportunity. Maybe it can actually like change my life and make it better. Or at least like... And also her father's like, oh, by the way, you're going to marry Dante. Oh, no! And, uh, and just so that Dante can like legitimately take over that side of the mafia. Well, this is like my child. Yeah. So my heir is inheriting this. But right. Dante, you also get it. Right. It's really Dante just getting it. She, he's using her as a, like to, to her father. She's not, she's like, she is literally a horse just to be like sold off. Yeah. yeah. We're like in back in like medieval times or something where it's like, I just need to like get something from my daughter. Right. She needs to be married off to someone so I right. can gain something. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Awesome. So, and the one thing that Dante tells her when she goes in, like, don't talk to anyone. Like, don't, you're not there to make friends. And she's like, that's fine. I don't really want to get along with mafia people. That's totally okay. And the other thing he says is like, Lucas, Cuc- Lu- Lucian Catroni is going to be there. Don't talk to him. Oh, well, whenever you pick a specific person to say, don't talk to right. him. And Catroni, the Catroni family is the only family that the Lucas family quote unquote bows to like they're the only people that they'll listen to because the catronis are technically like the real leaders of the mafia right so she gets there she's like yes i'm free of dante she goes up to her room she looks across the hall and there's this smoking hot dude with round gorgeous round eyes and she's like whoa lucian catroni has definitely grown up (laughs) 
and she's but she's like nope don't want to talk to him don't want to have anything to do with him and um but he's looking at her and he's like mysterious sexy woman oh so he doesn't recognize her not no he doesn't has no idea so that's the other thing um well i guess if she's been locked in a room for years then yeah, nobody has seen her yeah yeah and so later on he like spies her again a couple of times in the building he's like who is she like i have no idea who she, why is she here and so the woman who runs saint monarchs madame keller invites elena to dinner with her before saying she's there and she goes downstairs and lucian's there as well and so lucian madame keller and elena all sit at the table together and madame keller introduces elena to lucian and vice versa and lucian's like i didn't know that he your that your father had a daughter like like i had no idea you even existed and she's like, yeah, because my dad didn't involve me in business. Like, I've never been involved in any sort of business, and I don't want to be involved in any sort of business. And Lucian's like, then why are you here? <laughs> yeah, good question. good question. Good question. Like, I'm here for me. I'm just here for me. And he's he does not take that answer. He's like, no. People come to mafia boarding school. <laughs> this is a mafia boarding school story, isn't it? <laughs> totally a mafia boarding school story then um and she's so eventually elena kind of gets pissed because she's like listen i I don't want to talk genuinely don't want to talk to you genuinely really don't want to get to know anyone here i'm gonna take dinner to my room peace out so she's like okay lucian sits back down with madame keller and he's like tell me everything well yeah yeah and she explains like she's been held captive basically by her dad for the past four years and like she's not he really has just used her as a trading card essentially you know so like, like that's known outside of her own family that like she's not she's not elena but like madame keller knows that like she is just a pawn and like yeah, yes. like she knows all of this even if the world at large doesn't yes madame keller kind of knows everything you get okay. that sense. so the only reason that madame keller knows is because she does everything because there's another character who goes on later in the book and he's like i didn't know that your dad had a daughter like it's like oh okay so it's just like maybe he had to explain to her to get her there at saint monarchs or something and that's why she knows right well i think it's more that madame keller has um spies everywhere oh she's like you know so okay let's fast forward here a little bit so we move back to elena she's just happy to have a little bit of freedom she's in her room and but she's like kind of she decides she hasn't even really gotten been allowed to go outside oh gosh yeah she like goes outside and she's like wandering the grounds because she's like i just fucking need a minute and lucy lucian of course finds her and they have like another talk and i don't know that he's just trying to like like wheedle her out like he just wants more information like he wants to understand her understand like why are you here and all this stuff and he doesn't really get anything from her but the thing that i like from the scene is that despite the fact he's not forceful so he she's like he touched he grabs her wrist at one point and she pulls away immediately because she's had and so he but he picks up on that really quickly and he puts his hands up he's like and he she's like i want you to leave i want to be left alone and he's like okay i'm gonna just have a guard come out make sure that all the coast is clear for you but i'm i'm a leaf okay literally the bar is so low janelle the bar is underneath the mountains of saint monarchs yeah it's like a man listened to me once great he's the best i've ever met (laughs) 
helps that he's hot. Yeah, it helps. It, it does help that he's hot. Yeah, that's good. Um, so the next day, the next morning, early in the morning, one thing that Elena does want to learn how to do is shoot a gun. So she's going to take like gun shooting lessons. I don't know what are those called. Shooting lessons, something like that. And she goes early, and um, Lucian sees her there. It's like really early morning. It's like six a.m. and he sees her there. And at the firing range, and she does not know how to shoot a gun, and it's very apparent. And he's like, why did someone hand you a gun when you've never, obviously never held one in your life? Yeah, that's, like, just a gun safety issue. <laughs> like, if you were trying to make sure people don't die on your yeah. St. Monarch school right. island, like, maybe don't hand people guns without... I think that the person who was who was supposed to teach her assumed that she had held a gun before because she's mafia bait. And so he's like, there's this sexy scene where like, he's like, here, let me show you. And he does the whole behind. Oh yeah. Yeah. He smells her quote unquote soft scent. Soft scent. (laughs) Soft. Soft is not a good descriptor of scent. (laughs) It doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what does it mean? So he tells her, um, I will teach you. I will give you more lessons every morning to help you. Because I think it's A, because he likes her quote unquote soft scent, but also because like you will kill yourself. Fair. Yeah. yeah. So, and he also knows at this point too, Madame Keller did tell a little bit about Dante. Like okay. well, he he knows that she's supposed to marry Dante. Gotcha. And that Elena is supposed to marry Dante. And he's like, fuck, I hate that guy. Like he's disgusting okay so he knows dante child like he's gonna have to marry this she's gonna have to marry this complete scumbag so um i can't there's like two scenes that kind of happen one on top of the other okay i think this is this is the way that it goes is so they're heading back one day elena and lucian they're gonna like go eat lunch or something after shooting a bunch of things i don't know as you do yeah um that's what goes for right yeah you shoot a bunch of guns then you eat lunch (laughs) obviously (laughs) and elena's told you have a visitor guess who it is is it dante Dante. he shouldn't be allowed (laughs) they're not married yet he can't see her (laughs) you can't still shoot with us He didn't wear pink. He can't sit with them at lunch. He needs to leave. These are the only pants that fit. This is the only gun that I could shoot with now. So, um, uh, so Dante's like sees her with Lucian and is pissed immediately because he's like, I, he's like, I told you to stay away from Lucian Catroni, and you're literally walking to lunch with him. After having shot lots and lots of guns, that's we're supposed to shoot guns together. It was our thing. <laughs> Sexual assault and shooting guns was our thing. <laughs> so he drags her up to her room, to her suite, to like quote unquote have a talk, and he tells Lucian, "This is none of your fucking business." I think Lucian thinks this is it, it's immediately his business because he said it was none of his business. So, so Lucian follows them and basically walks in on Dante beating the shit. Oh god. Like she's already she's already on Oh my god. So he beats the shit out of Dante. He like gives Dante one good punch. And then like Dante's about to hit him back and Lucian just spreads out his hands and says, fucking do it, because then I'll kill you. <laughs> Which like please do actually. Exactly. Yeah, please remove this man. For an excuse to kill Dante because he already he hates him at this point. Yeah. And so Dante's like Pretty soon, 
she's gonna be my wife and i'm gonna control almost half the mafia and i'm gonna fuck you over and lucian's like that's funny i already control half of the mafia so go fuck yourself so dante leaves and lucian and elena have a very soft moment of like he she's like trying to hold herself together after she like kind of gets yeah like after she regains consciousness she's bruised she's battered um lucian calls some ice from room service to be like are you okay and she's like i'm okay and he's like mm, don't think you're okay so he, like, he hugs her and holds her and so she's like kind of like if i keep hugging him she's like tries to pull away once because she's like if i keep hugging you i'm gonna start crying yeah and then he's like no bear hug Aww. and she starts just sobbing oh poor yeah. girl i know she's just like so upset overwhelmed upset and at the same time we go back to lucian and he's kind of getting overwhelmed too because he's like what are all of these emotions that i am feeling towards this woman that i've like, right like i've known her a few days yeah, i've known her a few days i've never felt feelings like this before for anyone yeah, wasn't he supposed to not have like any love or something no, this no. very quickly seems like he is like well, having feelings for her description actually i think that they try to make him sound tougher in the description actually than he really is which he was- seems like really pretty nice for like especially a mafia romance novel right. like he seems very yeah caring and helpful and passionate i mean i think when they say that he's ruthless he's ruthless towards people who like wrong him or someone who he loves or something like that or probably like in like a like mafia mob context he's probably ruthless but like to women he's like nah no soft protect my soft set protect (laughs) (laughs) so um and he is very and before this all happened, so sorry, I think I get the scenes mixed up, but there's a scene where middle of the night, she runs out to the secret garden because of course there's a secret garden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there's a secret garden and she runs out to it and she like, like starts sob. Like, no, she has a panic attack in the middle of the night. She's dreaming about Dante. She gets up and she's like, I just got to get out of my room. So she leaves her room, goes down to the secret garden and like, she like kneels in front of this fountain and we're like statues and shit and she's like praying to god she's like please do not make me marry dante please please do not make me marry dante like i will do anything and she looks to her left and it's lucian and he's like you're gonna have to give me a good reason to kill him (laughs) and she's like "Eh." well so now we fast forward god sent lucian to her to (laughs) kill dante a cruel saint yes Yes. he's a cruel saint it's perfect he's on a horse it's true that is very disappointing if only he were a horse it it can be like that one there's that one like mobile game where there's like a horse with an anime boy face and you like race him yeah it'd be like that so we could so now fast forward back to the future these two are hugging in a room and at this point lucian's like i have the feelings i've caught emotions oh no so he leaves her room and actually he calls his dad okay he calls his dad and he's like daddy what is it son i caught emotions and his dad's like wait what so 
little bit of context. This is actually at a really bad time because both the Lucas family and the Catroni family have been threatened. There's an outside threat to both of their families, which is okay. actually why Lucian and Elena were sent to St. Monarchs because their parents were both like, let's protect these eggs, put them in a nest. It'll be safer for them. Right. It'll just get them away from all this until we figure out what the threat is. So his, so, um, so Lucian's dad is like, this is literally the worst time ever. And then Lucian's like, yeah, I know. Especially since Elena and Dante are going to get married in two weeks. Two weeks? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And so his dad is like, so um, Lucian's dad is like, fuck, are you serious? Okay, you got seven days to figure out whether you really like this girl. And if you do, I will talk to her dad and see if we can, like, arrange a marriage like that. I mean, like, the Catronis are in charge anyway, right? So I feel like they could probably kind of force... Right. her dad to like i mean i'm sure there's some kind of you know you gotta make a deal yeah you gotta like, make a deal and i'm sure there would be something with like her dad and dante already kind of having a fucking weird relation murderous relationship maybe they're together her dad and dante yes. yeah. like, i'll make my daughter his beard and then no one will suspect <laughs> i mean except for the fact that like dante's raping his daughter yeah yeah that's real gross yeah it's real gross yeah. yeah, we don't like villains. But we, but and that includes queer villains. Not if rape is involved. That's yeah. that's oh, not a. Um. So his dad's like, you have a week to figure this shit out. Um, and Elena, since like the whole thing with Dante has been hiding in her room, and it's like I just don't want to go out. I don't want to see people. I'm. I don't know. And she's also scared because she knows that she's supposed to be marrying Dante in two weeks. She's terrified. She has no idea what she's going to do. And so she's ordered room service while she's hiding in her room. And there's a knock at her door. This is three days after the Dante attack. And she opens her door in a solution. And she's like, what are you doing here? And he grabs her by the hand and he pulls her out of her room. And he's like, here, you have been fucking hiding for long enough. And she's like, what are you doing? And he drags her, he drags her, he drags her down the hallway. Eventually, he throws her over his shoulder because she's like, because she's like, stop it. What are you doing? And he's like, the only way that the guards will stop me is if is if I try to. And she's like, so you're going to try to kill me? And he's like, oh, oh, my God. And so he picks her up and throws her over his shoulder and carries her to his, their secret. Oh, the secret garden. The secret garden. Where God called Lucian to save her. <laughs> exactly 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 (laughs) and um he's she's like what are you doing he's like okay this is the only way i could get your attention attention for what this and then he kisses oh okay okay and she's like "Eh, also pecs oh you see the power of pecs there's some good pecs and you're like this is okay. <laughs> this is okay. Which is pretty much what happens. She like puts her hands on his chest and she's like gonna push him away, but she's like, no, I actually kind of like this. And so they make out for a few minutes and um it's really good. And then she pulls away, she's like, Whoa, stop. Too many much. I have too many of the emotions. Also, I'm getting married to another dude in like two weeks. Yeah. And even though I hate him, yeah. 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 But this the we we got to do what we got to do. So she leaves. She and he stays in the garden. And he's like, does he talk to God? He does not talk to God. Um, But he just sits there and he's like, fuck, I thought that that was going to be like any other kiss. Like it was going to be other. Oh. Like any other kiss with an, any yeah. Girl. Girl. And he's like, nope. 
I, I, I think I, I have the love. He has been affected by the love. The things that happen at St. Monarchs. You think they would they would have protection against that, but apparently not. I'm sure that Madame Keller does keep a stock of like gold tinted condoms on hand. Gold tinted. Trojan. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, fuck, that was a really good kiss. Then he gets a call from one of his closest friends, Alexi. Alexi is the world's greatest assassin. Oh. Yeah, he's the world's greatest assassin. How convenient that the world's greatest assassin would call him. <laughs> so the world's greatest assassin calls him, and he's like, hey, dude, bad news. Your dad was just assassinated. Oh, God. They're coming after you. Oh. You better run. He's out sitting outside, right? He's in the secret garden. So he, he's like, what? He and his dad were super close, Lucian and him. And he's like, what What the fuck? And Alexi's like, your dad is dead. They are coming for you. Wherever you are, you need to get to Madame Keller's office. It's the only safe place for you. Because her office is apparently like a fortress. Well, of course. She's Dumbledore. Right, exactly. Yeah. Sherbert Levin. Uh, <laughs> um. So he like darts inside. He barely manages. There's like a ring of shots. And Alexi's like, my brother. So Alexi's brother, Carson. There's like, uh-huh. Yeah. So Alexi and Carson. Is it Carson who comes first? Because I think, yeah, Carson comes first. And then Alexi meets them after that with, so, uh, and then Alexi. And all of these, all of these guys also have romance novels. Yeah. And Alexi also has what's called a what's it called? Fuck. A custodian. A custodian. And the custodian is um basically uh Alexi's bodyguard for life. So Dimitri has has like promised his life to save Alexi's. Okay. So Alexi's the greatest assassin. Dimitri's also like a super good assassin because he's protecting an assassin, right? So they're all on their way. And Alexi's younger brother Carson, who's also an assassin, and they're all on their way to St. Monarchs to like, like subdue whoever these people are. But they're twenty minutes out. Detect Lucian, but they're twenty minutes out. So Alexi tells Lucian, "Get inside Madame Killer's office and stay there until I fucking get there." He runs inside, and they're already like shots are ringing. They're already there, and he does not head to Madame Killer's office at first. No, he heads up to Elena's room, and he's like, "Elena, Elena." Knocks on her door. She opens the door. He drags her out of that. He drags her out of her room and down into Madam Keller's office. And Elena's like, "What is going on?" And Lucian, for a moment, once he gets in the office, is like, "I, I can't even talk." Like he's just so overwhelmed. He's like, Ugh. "And Madam Keller's like, his dad was just murdered. Give him a sack. There are people coming after him? Hear the shots outside." Elena is like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. But she's also very confused because she's like, why did you come again? Right. You're special. So Carson shows up first and they secure the grounds and they make a plan to leave. And like once the grounds are secured, Elena is like, okay, like, guess we're all good. Bye. And she tries to walk past Carson, and Lucian's like, nah, she's coming with us, and Carson grabs her. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, she's like, what are you doing? I can pro And so she thinks that it's like she's a bartering chip, because she's like, I know that you probably think that, like, my dad had something to do with your dad. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. And like, so you're going to keep me as hostage right. so that you have me. Yeah. Exactly. And Lucian 
so she tells Lucian, she's like, this is, don't do this. I'm worthless. Like, my dad does not care about me. And so he probably wouldn't care. So they vote, but he's like, nope, you're coming with us. They leave with, so Alexi and Dimitri also get there and they leave in a bulletproof car. Um, on their way, as they're leaving, they like go through a town and they notice a car is following them. So they stop their car, the car behind them stops, and um, Lucian just like opens fire oh, wow. on this other car. And he's like, You motherfuckers, you think you could kill my dad and then try to guilt and kill me? Fuck you. And he gets so those guys are dead. They don't get any information from them. The only thing that they find out is that the person who has killed. His father's name is Umbria, and she's a Greek woman. Yeah. Totally new, don't really know. Yeah. No idea. And they're all like, what the f- Don't know who that is. Never heard of this person before. What the fuck is happening? And so Lucian gets back in the car, and he's like, this is so, like, drama. And wait, wait, she's been really quiet. Oh, no, she's having a panic attack. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's like having flashbacks of what happened with Dante and Alfonso. Yeah, yeah. So she's like Trey ill. They take her to a safe house. She's very ill, and it's very sad. But and she's also like really freaked out because she's like, "Listen, I don't know how this is going to end for me. I don't see this ending well." And Lucian, and she's like, "You told me before, like." If I don't give you what you want or I do something that you don't like, you would kill me. And he's like, oh, shit, I really regret those words now. (laughs) (laughs) I love you now. Cool. And he's he's like, listen, do you want to go back to Dante? And she's like, no. Yeah. But that's like a low bar. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, so you're going to come to my house. You're going to come stay with me. Gonna be chill. So they get to his house and she's still so on the way in the car, she's like kind of inching towards Lucian because like Carson, she's in the middle, and then there's Lucian. And she's like, I'll choose the monster that I know better. And so she's scooting over and Lucian puts his arm around her, and it's kind of a cute moment, and I love it. Because I'm trash. And she she does. She does like that. So she's like, she's kind of also like she doesn't know what to think. Because she's been abused her whole life, you know. Why are you treating me like? Uh, why are you treating me like an actual human being? And so, for the most part, right, dragging you and then randomly kissing you in a secret garden. Yeah, he started off really well when he like stopped touching her. So she, he, they're looking at each other like all intimate in the car. Is everyone else like? what why lucian why <laughs> well alexi's actually looking at lucian and like ah you got it crush yeah he totally he already knows and he actually like <laughs> lucian and elena sitting in the tree yeah yeah yes <laughs> let's go get lunch <laughs> um well, and Alexi has been called like "quote unquote" the matchmaker because oh. he like he's he's the one who really does set up all the matches. So in the car, though, Lucian is sitting with Elena, and they're looking at each other all intimately. And he's like, "What are you thinking?" And she's like, "Can you stop the wedding between me and Dante?" And Lucian's like, "Do you want me to?" And she says, "Yes, more than anything." And he's like, "You're not marrying Dante. Stop worrying about it." 
And she's like, cool, bro. Sounds great. Are you BFFs now or what? (laughs) Someone actually cares about my future. Minimally. Whoa. So they get to Lucian's house. His aunt is there. And his aunt, Ursula, who, yes, poor unfortunate souls. Please imagine. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do live off of the Mediterranean Sea. So, <laughs> winds of the Caspian Sea. Um, I don't think it's Mediterranean. I don't know. But, um, not quite. Okay. Uh, so, so they, and she's, Ursula is super sweet, but she's also very confused as to why Elena is there. And Fair. Lucian in his brain is already thinking like, okay, I'm going to marry Elena. I'm marrying her. Yeah, he's already like decided. He just hasn't told anyone yet. Natch, natch. Yeah. And um, let's. I'm thinking. Uh, so, but it's really sad too. So, we, like, Lucian shows her to her room, to Elena to her room, and is like, get comfortable, get settled, you're safe here, don't worry about it. And she goes in, and the door closes behind her, and she's like, oh, another locked door. And she goes to open the door, and the door opens, and she sees Lucian, and he's like you're free to go about the house. Like, it's okay. You can go where you want. Oh, <laughs> Again, like, it's, like, such a low bar for her to be like, I can walk around the house and not stay in one room. Right, yeah. It's so, yeah. So, later on, he's, uh, Lucian is sitting in the living room, like, after a long day of, like, fuck, like, arranging a funeral. And, mm-hmm trying to figure out who the fuck killed his dad and he's just sitting there he's like oh i know i'm not gonna sleep and elena comes downstairs and she's getting a a glass of water and he like surprises her so much that she spills the water all over herself and he's wearing a white t-shirt and so she's really self-conscious and shit and she turns around and like hides under a counter like under a counter and he's like here and he takes off his shirt and hands it to her and so she gets to see his rippling pectorals. Mm-hmm. And, and we already like, know the effects those have had on her. Exactly. And she's like, and she likes what she sees. It's very apparent. So they, he's like, want to keep me some company? And she says, sure. They kind of get to know each other a little bit. Um, and they're sitting like right next to each other. And he's like, tell me about your childhood. And she's like, it was bad. He's like, tell me how bad. He's like, well, Dante raped me and then murdered my only friend. Yeah. Lucian is pissed. Pissed. At this point, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, and she's like, will you can will you kill Dante for me? And Lucian's like, fuck yeah, I will. Yeah. Didn't he already tell you? Like, just tell me why and I'll get rid of him. Yeah. Well, he he told her that he wouldn't make her marry Dante. Um so She's like, cool beans, yo. Next day rolls around. And he's uh Lucian's like, hey, we're gonna have a meeting later. Like, you need to be there. It's chill. And she's like, oh, Elena's like, okay. You're like, why are you including me? Why are you including me? And she realizes her dad and Dante are gonna be at this meeting too. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets this meeting. Her dad and Dante are both there. And immediately when Dante shows up, Lucian holds up a gun to his head and is like, all right, take out the trash. <laughs> you go, Lucian. I know. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, Valentino's like, you want a war? 
between our two mafia groups when we're both in in trouble right now in danger right now i don't think so you kill dante you're gonna start a war between the two of us and lucian puts his gun away but lucian you kill both of them elena becomes the crime lord you marry you have one big happy crime family that was what he would have thought of if he had been a horse (laughs) he would have a horse would have thought of that a horse would have violently trampled both of them and it would have been happily ever after. And they would, she would have been able to become a horse girl. Yeah, exactly. And she would ride on his back for miles through the wilderness. <laughs> but unfortunately, that is not what happened. So Lucian's like, all right, Valentino, we're going to work together because we got to get rid of this Umbria person. Make a deal. We'll work together. Peace and all good between the two of us. If I get Elena. We get married. And Elena's like, what the fuck? That was not part of the deal. This was not part of the deal. And she's like, ultimate betrayal. Like, literally ultimate betrayal. Like, you're trapping me into something else. Exactly. And that's what she says later. So she storms off and on, like, to the, to the sea. Because, like, they're, apparently they live on the coast or whatever. So she goes and storms off. And Valentino agrees to this. And he's like, can't wait for you to become my son-in-law. He's like, ugh. And um, is a week too soon. Like, so she's going to get married to Lucian in a week. And Lucian's, and Valentina's like, perfect, that's fine. See you in a week. Can't wait to hand my daughter over to someone I don't know. It's going to be great. See you at the party. Um, so Lucian walks out, follows Elena. And it's not really a great conversation. I don't think that there was any way for the author to make this good. Maybe this was the ruthless part. Yeah, you know? yeah, because like, like pretty much Lucian's like, listen, I thought you'd be happy. You don't have to marry Dante, and she's like, yeah, but I have to marry you. You're just trapping me into something else. Yeah, like, exactly. This is not like I did not choose this of my own free will. Right, that's exactly. a problem. Yeah, yeah. and so she, he eventually he just kind of drags her back into the house. Yeah, yeah. So we skip forward a little bit. Elena is sitting with Aunt Ursula. And they are planning the wedding together. And Elena's just kind of like, I don't, you know, I don't care. I don't know. I don't really, you know, I don't want to do this. Like, and she doesn't say that to Ursula. She's still very polite and respectful. Yeah. There's been a little bit of an interlude of they had the funeral. And um, Elena was also at the funeral. And, like, she was, like, offering comfort to both Lucian and Ursula. And so she does care. Yeah. She's like. And so later on, Lucian, so when they're plan, when Ursula and Elena are planning for the wedding, Elena's just kind of like, mm, I'm not really that into this. I'm not enthusiastic. Yeah. But, yeah. Lucian pulls her aside and is like, thank you so much for being a comfort for my aunt at this time. You know, like, I really appreciate that. And Elena's like, yeah, you know, I'm human. I'm a good person. I'm, I'm not a shitty person. And so Lucian's like, why don't you want to marry me? Why are you so against marrying me? And she's like, because it's, I'm giving up all of my freedom. You know, I went to St. Monarchs to gain my freedom back and now I'm going to have to give it all up. And he's like, well, don't though. Like you're free to come and go as you please. Like you can do what you want. Like we're just going to be married. And she's like, I can leave the house. Like I can do things. Like they don't, the thing that I don't like about this conversation is that they don't really specify like she'll be able to have a career or she'll be able to like, go out and make friends and have her own life it's more because he says he even says like at the end of the day he expects her to be home okay yeah like if it was we are married and like yes these are legal documents but you can literally live your own life if you want to and that's fine right 
that would be still not great, but a lot better, 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 right? Than like, oh well, you can leave the house, but you still need to be home every night, right? Right. And like you know, I think to myself, I'm like, she's been so just like kept in a cage, trapped that she has no idea what freedom even would look like. Like freedom to her is walking outside, right? Yeah. Like she's no concept of it. Right. So in five to 10 years, how is she going to feel when she's like, hey, I want to go off and do something else. Like, I want to like have this career. I want to do this or I want to go to school. And Lucian says, you can't do that because you're a mobster's wife. Like, it's not safe for you. It's like, but I didn't choose to be a mobster's wife. So but because she has this limited basis of her own freedom and free will, she's actually like, whoa, this sounds really good to me. Like, I'll be come and go as i please and he's and she's also like and but she's also um references her abuse because she says you know like what if you get mad at me one day and you know today there's no lock on that door but tomorrow they there, there could be a lock on the door and he's like listen we're gonna fight but we're gonna make up like I'm, I, I will never hit you i would never do anything like your father dante's ever done like we'll we'll work it out we're gonna get into disagreements but we'll work it out every time and she's like but what if i make you mad and he's like "Mm, i'll just torture you sexually until you're screaming for my cock (laughs) i mean that's also like not okay but that's hot (laughs) so you know um so the wedding day comes about and uh she marries lucian they enter they go into the reception like the reception happens it starts like it's all very different the whole time actually the shitty thing is her father is at the wedding of course because he has to pass off his property um yeah but uh dante is also at the wedding why so he could rape her oh my god seriously what the fuck he gets dumpster rape her so she goes um elena goes to of course she's a mobster's now wife so she's gonna have a second after party dress that's different from her ceremony dress so she goes upstairs with a with a personal guard to change into her other dress well she's up there and uh dante takes the gun with the silencer and kill well doesn't kill the guard almost kills leo but leo pulls through so we got that going for us okay well great glad leo's all right and uh then he attempts to uh rape elena like seriously what the fuck luckily lucian's like hey elena's gone fuck dante's gone yeah and so he runs upstairs saves her from dante and then punches the lights out of dante and then strangles him to death. Finally! Well, and finally! finally. And it's very, like, I don't know how to describe it, because we get it from Elena's perspective, and she just sits there, and she watches it, and she's like, I am not going to miss a single fucking second of That's this. That's what I wondered. Is she, like, like scared of him, or no. is she, like... She's into it. She's, like, watching it. She's, like, and she, like, goes through it. She's, like, he bleeds like I bled. He's he struggles for breath like I struggle for breath. Like he does, like and she's just like getting like this catharsis out of it. And so he finally dies. And thank God. And so she Lucian is like freaked out. He's like, he's holding her and he's like trying to like calm her down. They're sitting on the bed together. He's got his coat wrapped around her at this point. And she's just like totally calm. She's like, she's like, I'm I'm he's gone. 
that's what I wanted forever. Like literally all I wanted. And she thanks Lucian. She's like, thank you for keeping your promise. Thank you for killing him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, he, Lucian is almost freaked out because he's like, uh, like you're too cold. Too okay with this. And she's like, listen, genuinely, I'm just relieved. And she like, he leaves, Lucian leaves. Um, she sits with Ursula and like gets changed into another dress. And he goes downstairs and he almost kills her father. I mean, fair. He would yeah. deserve it too. Yeah, he whacks her father across the face with a gun. Good. And then it's like, you leave with your life and you're lucky to leave with that. Get the fuck out of my house. After what you did to my wife. Yeah. Okay, so life that night, she's Elena's very nervous about that night because she's like, we're gonna have to consummate the marriage. Little but later, Lucian, they go into Lucian's bedroom, and Lucian's like, We're not having sex tonight. Don't worry about it. I know you're not comfortable with it, but let's have some snuggle time. And so they have some snuggle time and it's very cute. So he's like, You're not we're not having sex until you're comfortable with it. Which is like, love, love that. Love, the bar is so low. Bar is on the floor. So what's the next, like, big... Oh, okay. All right. So there's we're almost to the end. Almost there. Um. So, you know, montage of, like, he's trying to treat her. He's like, go out and buy shit. Here's a credit card. Have fun. You know, go out and have a good time with my aunt. You know right go do things and um one day they all go to get lunch together in like whatever city they're in and they're attacked they're they umbria tries to take out lucian and elena and probably i think ursula too like they're just like shooting shooting in the restaurant and actually elena becomes a badass which is very cool because lucian actually does get shot and so she kind of takes over control and was like okay that guard do this this guard do that pull up the table so they can't see us like we're gonna fucking survive this and that's when she so he um lucian has already told elena that he loves her but he's like you don't have to he he'd said to her you don't have to tell me it yet i just want you to know it's fine at this point she's like um i'm not dying without telling you i love you so she tells him she loves him and they get back to the house and they have sex great success <laughs> great success uh so they have sex and you know it's fine like it's you know not i mean no actually well it's it's good like i wouldn't say i i wished for a mafia romance that it would be a little less vanilla yeah but you know it's fine so life goes on um and one day lucian tells elena i want you to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe because i don't want anything that tino bought for you in my house fair and she's like sweet so she's shopping with aunt ursula and she gets a phone call and she's like <laughs> and she answers the call and it's like elena it's your mother what? <laughs> i have lucian come here in 15 minutes or he's dead come to your father's house in 15 minutes or he's dead her mother who she never heard anything from ever yes what, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Is her mom was greek lady who's trying to kill everybody so elena's like oh fuck and so she doesn't even think she's like she escapes out of that store on her own and she goes to her dad's house and so lucian gets a call on his phone and it's like one of his guards who's saying like i can't find elena i don't she ran off she took off and he's like what what the fuck is happening so then he gets another call and it's elena's mother who's like hey i've got elena you got 15 minutes to get here or i'm gonna kill her and lucian at least has the presence of mind to say 
I need proof of life. And so she texts a picture of, of Elena and sends it to Lucian. And so then Lucian calls Alexi and he's like, they got my wife. <laughs> and so Alexi's like, okay, cool. I'll bring the rocket launchers. Literally, they bring rocket launchers. Wife. <laughs> so at the Elena has is at the house. Her father has also been kidnapped by her mother. So, um, uh, da, 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 da. and it's like uh, Ava. Her, her so her mother's name is Ava slash Umbria, and Ava is like, um, so I'm getting revenge on your father because he was an abusive ash asshole, and I'm also. Yup, I know you left me with him, and uh, and then she, uh, Ava is also like, and I was supposed to be married to Lucian's father, but Lucian's father fell in love with another woman, and so that's why I killed Lucian's father as revenge. That's a shitty. <laughs> that's not... Yeah, Just yeah. He fell in love with someone else. That is not a reason to kill him. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I get it. You had a bad marriage. Well, a bad marriage, bad life. She and she like Oh no. No, it's not. I mean, like, so um Elena's like, wow, I've got a great background. Oh, just so good. So Lucian, meanwhile, is like assaulting the house. And Elena start like Elena looks over and her mom is stabbing the fuck out of her dad. Stabbing him in his genitals seems a little much for a romance novel yeah a little bit but you know stabbed a lot painfully so like he but elaine is looking at this happening and she's like okay i don't care about my father but i know that i'm gonna be next like my mom has a lot of her mom has a lot of resentment towards elena too because elena is the reminder of the horrible life that she had apparently i don't think that ava is a hundred percent mentally there's something going on but so elena actually attacks her mom and um it doesn't go well elena gets stabbed in the shoulder and that's when lucian barges into the room and ava's got like a knife to elena's neck and there's all or a gun to elena's head there's already a knife and um elena's shoulder and ava's like move and she dies and Lucian's like, fuck, I can't get a clear shot on Ava. And that's the point. And so, like, Ava says, I'm doing my daughter a favor by killing you. And that's when Elena, like, pulls out the knife in her shoulder and stabs her mom. Oh, yeah. And then she, like, pulls away from her mom. And that's Lucian shoots Ava. So, wow. A okay. lot of bloodshed. A yeah. lot of lot of action at the end of this book rocket launchers played a big part you didn't really explain that what did they do i don't remember i just remember that they said that they i know i'm sorry i'm sorry i let you down i mean i'm sure that they just blasted them at the front of the house yeah i mean what else do you do with the rocket launcher yeah um so you know happily ever after everyone ends up alive except for her parents and his dad yeah, Dante, but that's that's a bonus. Yeah, that's a good one. And her mom. Yeah, all of Elena's family can just go, go. They can go to hell. Welcome to hell. Down your red boat. So we skip to, um, like I think a few years later, she's pregnant. Yay! 
okay, of course she's pregnant. They always get pregnant. I don't know how you could be a good parent while also being in the mafia. I don't, seems very dangerous. Yeah, a lot of guns lying around. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, Cruel Saints. Yeah, yeah. So now I got to do some rating here. Um, so, uh, Elena's character, one to five, I'm going to give her a solid three. She doesn't really have many hobbies, personal interests. I don't know anything about her other than she's been abused, but considering that all she's been is abused, she's still a pretty strong character who stands on her own feet and, um, cares. Like she has a heart and I, yeah. Like her Her reactions make sense. I'm, I'm going to give Lucian a four just because he's a man. And so therefore he has more autonomy. And so I know more about him. Yeah. Yeah. He did more. So um, let's see. What's the next one? Uh, The plot. I really liked it because it's my thing, but it's like, I knew everything that was going to happen. I, I will. The only thing, the only, I think surprise was her mom at the end. Cause yeah. her mom hadn't really shown up. You knew that it was like a woman who was control who was umbria so i guess i should have expected it but like they didn't the her mother is only referenced like i think two or three times in the book settle so overall uh the smut a two i mean it's just so vanilla you know and i know i've read this other books by this author she does it's just this book that's very vanilla. Well, and also there's this, there is like parts where she she's like, let me go down on you. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I can't. I, I don't think that that's a good idea right now. We're having a great time. We don't need to do that. Which I kind of was like, because later on she says like, I was, you know, like, no, 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 it's okay. I want to do this in the moment. But then later on, she's like, okay, that was actually good that he did that. Yeah. Well, in the moment she said she even felt like she wanted to, but she said, but later on she was like, yeah, that would have been very, very triggering and would have ruined the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So that's more when he was thinking about. So it's nuts too. The plot, I give a, out of 10, I give, or the book overall. I mean, I think it's just middle of the road. So I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that Lucian is barely, he's either like an hour boy, barely, or he's just a boy, but the bar is so low thing the bar is so low really so low that he doesn't really even get an opportunity yeah can you give him opera can you give him credit for saying like you're free to move around the house so yeah that's it so um big round of applause to janelle for coming in and being my best friend and doing this with me thank you so much and if you're um if you're a member of our patreon Head on over to Under the Covers because now Janelle's going to have to listen to some sex. Ooh, boy. All right. Bye.